The asset store is pretty awesome, but don't rely on it for everything. But you know what? I kinda do, and I'll tell you why. Welcome to Indie Game Hustle. My name is Charles, and today we're going to talk just briefly about the Unity Asset Store. You know, I started off saying that the Asset Store is awesome, but don't rely on it. But you know what? I do rely on it for lots of things, mainly programming and functional things, because I just can't program myself. So for me, the Asset Store is kind of like a godsend. When you're starting out your game, you need a place to be able to kind of start it out you know if you don't do 3d modeling or you don't you don't do texturing or you don't really do a lot of level design um you're not a programmer the asset store is going to pretty much have all of those things straight up for you so say you want to go into the asset store and you want to texture that thing and you don't know how to make it look cartoony well jump in the asset store And there's definitely an asset for Toon Shaders there for you. I mean, that's what I use it for. And you know what? After you download that Toon Shader, you're going to need characters, of course, right? So if you're looking for characters and you don't really do 3D modeling and you're just not really good at that sort of thing and you just need some something running and running around on the level, download the character from the asset store. I've seen plenty of games on Steam that utilizes some pre-made assets directly uh, pulled from the asset store. And so I think that that's definitely a great location um, to get your characters going. And if anything, if you plan on modeling, downloading some of the characters from the store will at least give you a guideline to know, okay, well, maybe this is what my character should look like. Or in terms of poly count, or maybe just to learn how maybe they designed their characters so you can learn how to model your characters a certain way. I remember when, you know, when I was modeling characters a long time ago, I could never understand the difference between do you model the whole character or do you model a bunch of different pieces? Is the body separate from the arms? Is the arms separate from the the body? Is the body and the legs one whole mesh or is it separate mesh? And of course, over time, you learn that's all dependent, of course, based on the character design, the level of quality, and just polygon count and all of those things go into it. Does your character have armor? Is the armor on top of the clothing or is the clothing built into all one mesh? All of those are going to basically help dictate or going to dictate how you model your character. But if you see a character on the asset store and he has armor and weapons and a helmet and you want to kind of see how they went about it, download the character. Get a sense of how they're doing it. And not to mention characters, but also levels. You know, level design is not easy. It's not super hard, but it's not easy either. And so you can download full levels from the Unity Asset Store to help guide you on how things are done. Of course, there's going to be people who do it one way and people who do it another way. And sure, there could be wrong, right? Who cares? Just do something that looks good, something that's functional, something that works and it doesn't bog down the engine in your in your level. And you can learn a lot by just looking at other people's level designs in their game and just getting a sense of what to do. Of course, Pro Builder is built into now the Unity engine as opposed to being an asset in the asset store. Because guess what? 
ProBuilder used to be an asset in the asset store, and it was just one of the best mind-blowing assets that I had ever used because Unity lacked a proper 3D modeling, level-building, asset-creating type of thing. It was just before we had to model in an outside program and bring it in, but now we can do a lot of that mock-up directly in the engine. But that originally came from an asset from the asset store. So I'm a huge proponent for the asset store, and I'm a huge proponent for supporting asset creators. And so my take on it is use the assets, get your level design put in, look at other people's level designs to get a sense of how to make it. I know Unity recently put out um, a 3D kit with characters and enemies and pretty much a game kit for 3D. And with that, there's a full level in there. And I've learned so much by just looking at it and seeing how it works with its shaders and and everything so man there is no reason why going into the asset store should stop you from making your game but of course helping you build your game helping you helping you be confident in the decisions that you're making during that process as well look the thing about assets is that all assets are not created equal so i really want to tell you to beware because assets cost money. Sure, there's some free ones out there, but you're going to have to kind of do your research before you purchase these things because they can range from $1 to $150. Just really depends on what you're getting. Um, so you really need to be aware of what assets you cre- uh, that you purchase. Now, the key to finding a good asset is really doing research on the designer of the asset. In most cases that asset owner is going to have a, a form, some type of website. Um, in a lot of cases, they have a kind of like a release form within the Unity form where there's going to be other people who purchased it, and you can kind of see what's the track record. You know, what are others saying about this asset? Go in the forums and see where they're at. Go to the last day, meaning the most recent day, if it's 2018 and you haven't seen anything since 2017 from anyone, whether it's a person purchasing the asset or even the asset creator themselves, I'm not saying that it's not a good asset. Just saying that you got to think twice about what's the longevity of the asset. Is it going to continue working if you have issues? Can you reach out to the asset owner or designer and actually ask them questions? Send them an email before you purchase the asset. See if they respond. All of those things are super important to finding a good asset, one that's going to work with um, work with your system, work with your game, and also have that support when you have issues. Because if you didn't program it, chances are you're not going to be able to fix it if you don't know how to program or you don't really understand how it even works to begin with. So, yes, do your research. Make sure that you're nice and friendly and be super respectful, right? Because you're reaching out to people who put in their blood, sweat, and tears on this thing, and sometimes they don't get paid a whole lot. Maybe only five people bought it, and it's a really useful asset. So when you reach out to them, say, hey, this is a really useful asset. Let them know, tell them how much you like it, and then ask the question, and honestly, be honest about it, you know? Don't just say it just to say it, but say it because you mean it, right? 
because the truth is they did make an awesome asset and they really do deserve the kudos. So that's how you do it. Reach out to people, ask questions. And another thing that actually came to mind right now is never assume there are refunds. Refunds are not guaranteed. So you have to remember that when you purchase an asset, refunds are not guaranteed. In most cases, it's up to the asset creator to give you a refund. They have the ability, but it's absolutely up to them. And that's fair. And I think that's completely fair. So I'm going to leave it at that. So do your research before you purchase and refunds are not guaranteed. So that hard earned dollar that you're going to spend, make sure it's worth it. Make sure it's something you want, something you can use. Do your research. Do your records. Look them up. See if it's worth it. That's it. Look, there's not a whole lot one can say about the asset store. At the end of the day, you're going to just have to go in, jump in and do it, right? The asset store can be a super powerful addition to your tool set, especially when you have a limited tool set and you only know how to make audio and make beats or something and all you can do is draw a little bit. Well, the asset store is your best friend. It's a powerful addition to your tool set. Try not to spend a bunch of money yet. Try to focus on some of the free stuff just to get used to utilizing the asset store to get a sense of use, how to import an asset into your project, how to manage everything, that sort of thing. So you, before you start spending a whole lot of money, there's a lot of free things out there that you can utilize before you jump in all the way. Um, you know, the asset store will help you fill in those skill sets that you just simply don't have, right? So that's really what the asset store is about. It's also really about playtesting, getting your game up and running, getting the idea up and running super quick so that you can iterate on that idea faster. And then once you have some type of playable demo, then you can say, look, this is the vision. This is the dream. Now I'm going to maybe reach out to some some people who can make that thing do the thing that I wanted to do, right? So whatever the case is, that's what the asset store to me is about. It's about really filling in the gaps for the abilities that I don't have. And I'm just like many of you. We all have different skills and abilities that the creator has given us, God. And so with that, use the use the skills that he gave you and just um, use the asset store for everything else. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I just want to thank you guys for tuning in today. I hope you found this episode useful. We're on the same team here. We're all game makers trying to plan this thing out together. So let's learn and grow. If you are listening via YouTube or Twitch, hit that subscribe button to stay up to date on the newest and latest episodes. If you're listening from your favorite podcast app, be sure to head over to the YouTube page or Twitch, say hello, and drop a like wherever likes are available. Again, my name is Charles from Indie Game Hustle. I salute you a farewell. Never give up. Never surrender. Ah!